RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How's it sounding? How's it looking? What are we doing? We're hanging out. It's unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. I'm looking at my hair. Oh, my God. I need a haircut. I look, oh, well, it's going to take more than a haircut. <laughs> Maybe I should do this. <laughs> no. I'll look like, I don't know. I'll look worse that way. Hi, everybody. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for hanging out. We meet here every Friday evening around the 8.30 p.m. vicinity. I know I've been late. I've been late to the party. Look at my hair, too. I got to do my roots. This sucks. It really sucks doing a show when you have body dysmorphic disorder. But it could be worse, right? I better stop. I should take the, the monitor down so I don't see myself. What the fuck? How, how, how do I dare do a show looking like this? My God, what happened to me? <laughs> what happened to me? I, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Stop looking at yourself, Tara Devlin. I'm talking to myself now talking myself off the ledge listen 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 we meet here every friday evening at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time thank you thank you bb on the chat you look fine he says that's good hey fine is good enough it is fine i mean fine is, i don't know could be better could be worse it could be worse all right stop stop this is what happens when i get in my head Thank you, thank you, thank you, Winston. Francis, yes, Francis is, uh, he's napping. The other two are in the bedroom. Ray and Tara Jr. Jr. are in the bedroom. So, all right. So listen, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devon. Let's just get right into it so, because we have a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, I don't know. The reason I was late coming to the show is because I was still looking for, because, you know, all I basically prepped for the show all day. I mean, I'm prepping for the show every single day, I have to tell you. So, you haven't cut your hair in three years, Kathy? Oh, my God. God bless you. You might you must have very long hair, I would imagine. My hair, I just look like Chewbacca fucked an Irishman if I let my hair keep growing i need to get it needs to get lightened or something they got to go in there with you know lighten it up so it's not so heavy so i gotta i'll probably go uh, this week i'm just trying to pull my chair in so um, yeah anyway whatever whatever so we have a lot to do so i was you know i was prepping for the show i do that all day basically all day every day but, you know, when the show starts, when I see the time ticking down, I'm still looking for more stuff to talk about. But it never stops, though. You know, I get kind of engrossed in it. And it all it's all connecting. So tonight, you know, I thought, what are we going to do? Because really, what's the theme? 
you know, we're we're not kidding around here. And I want to thank you guys for supporting the show, like Jim, and thank you for the super chat, and Elise, thank you for your super chat, you know, to keep the show going and um, and growing because we need it. If I don't know if you've noticed, and I'm sure you probably have, but the Republicans are, they're trying to roll back the 20th century. I, I just can't believe it, though, sometimes. You know, may you live in interesting times, as the old Chinese curse goes. Well, we are—we definitely live in interesting times, and uh, and we say in recovery, right? There's a saying: more will be revealed, but more will be required. So, uh, I mean, we can apply that to any to to the situation we're in right now. More will be revealed, but more will be required. And the thing is, um, I guess there's some good, the, the silver lining in a sense is, well, there's two, there's a couple of things. Well, one is that it's not just us here screaming about it, right? We're not, it's not just the normal people. I, well, well, it's not just the, the real liberal media, which means the uh, the little guy, the, the YouTubers and whatnot, screaming and warning about fascism um, anymore. It used to be just us. Now they're they're literally talking about it in the halls of Congress, and they're calling the Republicans what they are—a bunch of fascists who are in the midst of a coup, and they're not kidding around. And in the meantime, they will. I mean, they're, we're really getting it from all sides, but they they cannot help themselves. They are authoritarians at, at heart, and that's why. And we'll we'll talk about it. I have we got some receipts for tonight, but the silver lining. That's one of the silver linings. Is that I think I would be more despondent if that wasn't happening. If it was just us going like, guys, wake up! You know, this is this is actually going on, but. We hear, you know, the corporate media mouthpieces talking about it, which is good. Um, but and also the other good thing is that in, in just when as a as a student of history and know, knowing how, um, uh, well, the the truth is it's uh, your. I mean, well, here it's a Buddhist principle that. There, we live in the ten worlds. They are constantly in flux. Oh, wait, my light just went in my eye over here. I have a light over here. Come on. I had a thing on it, like a diffuser, and it fell. Damn it. It's going to blind me if I don't. Put, okay. So um, one of the worlds, well, it goes from... There's uh, learning is one of the world. Rapture is one of the worlds. Um, what else? Well, of course. And then the there's a uh, hell. That's one of the worlds. And then there's Buddhahood, right? And in the Buddhist principles, you're you are closest to Buddhahood when you are in hell. And I know that from experience, being in recovery, and I'm, and and those who ha are in recovery, maybe you can identify that be uh, about being in the depths of despair, and then what's called in uh, you know in the rooms the moment of clarity, right? And 
it's really true and it's also it could be um also called hitting bottom in a sense where and i know i've had in my own life in the depths of uh in, when i was in my active addiction just being you know having these awakenings and um and those were the the things the uh the experiences that helped me get clean really you know where you're looking yourself in the face and uh you're either going to go on to the bitter ends or you're or you're going to change right so um but I, that's how i think about now like is this something that will i mean ultimately lead to the new progressive era that we desperately need as a, as a country now and i i just hope i'm alive to see it you know i'm not a spring chicken but um i i certainly when i look at young the young uh you know the millennials i they do give me hope because they're they're the most progressive generation but they they've grown up in this world of in this country of uh of chaos and division but the good news is that in spite of it all and probably because of it all they are the most progressive generation so we uh you know i'm not sitting around waiting for them to save us i am I'm, i'm i'm going to be side by side with them at the barricades but <laughs> thank you matt on the chat may the computer gods be ever in your favor tonight yes i called apple today so i was on the phone with apple so if you weren't here last night we had a lot of computer problems so um with the the it was what happened was the stupid hard drive would just disconnect all all the time it was like some kind of power surge and then it would knock everything offline and i I would have no audio (laughs) and uh anyway whatever let's hope and it hasn't happened since i spoke to apple but they all they did was update the operating system so maybe because other people were complaining about this particular bug with the the m1 computers maybe they fixed it in this upgrade because so far so good it hasn't happened all day all right and here comes the music hold on a second we'll be right back All right, all right, we're back, we're back. So this is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Thank you for hanging out. Let's see, so where do we begin? Now, yesterday I was going to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, or Perjury Trader Greene, as we like to call her. She's a disgrace um, and an embarrassment, a disgusting garbage person, really, truly, in her soul. She's a horrible person. And I, you know what? I, I mean, it doesn't really matter. We, we've discussed her before. She's a serial adulterer. I mean, she's one of them, you know, who talks about, um, you know, her, she loves to talk about her Christianity, but she, um, you know, she's a, she's a hypocrite, just like the rest of them. They're all, they're all filth, right? But, um, you know, she sucks. She is in the get. Well, here's what happened. I don't know if you realize this or did you see this? Maybe I I just saw this recently, but um, it's 
been out there or there have been suspicions, but she was cheating on her husband again. Did you, did you miss that? Like I did. Um, she was cheating on her husband. This is what probably put the nail in the coffin of her, um, of her marriage because she's, she cheated on her husband all the time, according to those that, uh, you know, according to, um, those that knew her that were interviewed for various articles that uh because when perjury trader green began to, uh, when she made a name for herself by being this QAnon, uh i don't know albatross around our national neck wait marjorie taylor green um so they, you know, some reporters went back to find out who the hell this person was, and they found that she never posted about anything political, and uh, she until Don, F, well Donald Trump, and she fell down a goddamn cue hole, and then she she was all about, uh, you know, uh, Jewish space lasers, and and for real. And liking posts of, for example, the Speaker of the House should, when it was Nancy Pelosi, should be shot in the head. She liked that post. Things like that. Also calling uh, Sandy Hook the massacre, uh, one of the many massacres here in this fucked up madhouse, Um, but calling that a false flag. Uh, no, not uh, that's another thing because she did a little uh, Q and on show, um, I guess on Facebook Live or whatever, and she would say, "I'm not saying, but some people are saying that it's a false flag. I don't know. I'm just saying, but who knows? That that's the Fox News way. That you know, the, that's how Fox News does things. Like when they say, well, you know.'" I don't know, but some people think that the election was stolen. I don't know why. I don't know how. Right? And well, this is what the Republicans do. You know, they create the the filth and then they validate it by and then they say somebody better get to the bottom of this filth. But let me see. She cheats on her husband. So she um she is getting divorced, but the thing is she was exposed for being, um, you know, for being a two-bit whore, I guess. No offense to sex workers, but she, because she was cheating on her husband with a guy from Newsmax. Cheats on husband. Okay. And this is before she announced that she was getting divorced and they were skulking around and apparently the whoever the daily mail other publications that caught her in the act of being herself a uh, a two-time and bitch <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what else i mean she's a two-timer I mean, what does she know she's somebody that took an oath and uh, three days later had to beg for a pardon so what does she know about oaths right i'm not saying that you know, Democrats don't have problems in their relationships, but she's, this is a pattern, you know, this is who she is at the core. And, um, you know, she's not, she's, she's just a horrible person, a horrible, selfish person, a terrible human being. 
And and when I'm calling her a human being, I guess I'm being generous, really, because she nobody's ever taught her how to behave like a human being. You know, really, she's been I I don't know maybe it was her upbringing. Well, I would guess in some sense it was. No one there was no discipline. She's um, always got you know, got to live on her family's money. Her family had money. Um, there, she never worked a day in her life. So anyway, uh, and that's what she did. She went to the gym and she cheated on her husband. Let me see. I'm just trying to find this stupid article. So anyway, she came out of the closet, so to speak. And yeah. With her new bow. All right. Hold on. Where is it? Marjorie. Why, why can't you see? This is what happened. Anyway, whatever. In the meantime, while I look, at the, look up this article, the other day, so be, we know that she is the, she is the actual speaker of the house. This horrible garbage person, perjury trader green is the actual speaker of the house. Kevin McCarthy has the job in name only. He's got the whatever. He gets to say he's the Speaker of the House, but she's actually the Speaker of the House, as evidenced by the fact that she sits on two of the most prestigious committees in the in the House. One is the Homeland Security Committee, and the other is the, uh, what is she, the Oversight Committee, right? So, but she is a she she's she's never left her roots like she's never left her roots as a two-time and backstabbing whore right no offense to sex workers but she's also never she hasn't left her roots as a troll that's what she is she gets except now the taxpayers pay for her to be a troll and she brings nothing to the table she doesn't add value. This is and but this is the entire Republican Party. They don't bring a damn thing to the table, and everything is about the show. So she's putting on a show, and I don't know if you saw. There's a I don't know. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. There's a representative. He's been doing a lot of TikTok videos, discussing rather calmly the inner workings of what's going on in the house. And he discusses that the the same fire breathing trolls are uh, they, they are only um, like that when the cameras are on, and that the whole thing is a game to them. And as soon as the cameras are on, there they are pounding the tables and screaming and yelling. And um, this is a problem, of course, because you know this is this is what is attracted by. The, the our sick broken system if if the system wasn't broken we wouldn't have to deal with somebody like perjury trader green you see she is a symptom just like trump is a symptom of the broken system it's greed get money out of politics and we would not have this problem in any sense of the word but of course that's that won't happen right now especially with this with a corrupt Supreme Court and uh, yeah, the way that they have entrenched the corruption into the body politic. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do. 
on, hold on. I can't believe it. Here's the music again. So, all right. So, Perjury Trader Green is on the Homeland Security Committee screaming. Uh, they're having a they're having a meeting, and there it's her turn. Where is she? God damn it! Please become a pager. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Green. What a what a gal. What? Let me see. Marjorie Taylor Green. There's so many videos here. Just trying to find the damn video of her in the committee. Being a real, real, let's see, bum, 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 but um, come on, man. Oh, man, sorry, sorry, see? Marjorie Taylor Green. What a world, right? It's going to be, um, here we go, a very fine day when we no longer have to deal with the likes of perjury trader green don't you think that day will come not soon enough for our collective blood pressure and our dignity as a nation but here's perjury trader green in the homeland security committee screaming doing nothing you know adding nothing to the conversation just yelling and screaming at the um at uh, Mayorkas because she's, you know, uh, she doesn't know how to behave herself. Here, here we go. Rage, complete outrage, where China is poisoning America's children, poisoning our teenagers, poisoning our young people. How long are you going to let this go on? Congresswoman, let me assure you that we're not letting it go on. We are fighting this. Scourge. No, I reclaim my time. You're a liar. You are letting this go on in the numbers. Unbelievable. Actually, I want you to take the words of the speaker down. So in uh, making a ruling on this, uh, it's pretty clear that the rules state you can't impugn someone's uh, character. Uh, identifying or calling someone a liar is unacceptable in this committee. And I make the ruling that we strike those words. It's, sorry, just a point of order, legitimate question. You're recognized. Or, or, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Did you move to take the it's words incredible. down or to strike them, Mr. Thompson? Yeah, sorry, I just stepped in. Point yeah, of order. take them down. So, what we do. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. My understanding is if words are taken down, that means that the the member can no longer speak in whatever the proceeding <laughs> oh, is. I wish that it was those forever. Words were set. Personal inquiry, point of personal inquiry. That's, there's no, no such Stand thing. By just a house, what a uh, clown. Strike. Uh, it does clown terminate show. the time of the individual who is speaking. So uh, the gentlelady is no longer recognized. Uh, the chair now recognizes Mr. Ivy. Incredible. Uh, can I make a point of inquiry, Mr. Chairman? You can. So the, the ruling was that because she used the word liar, um, that was taken down, which I agree with. Yes. But... But accusing 
A this, statement of fact is very similar to the posters that uh, Mr. There's uh, no statement of fact. There's no statement of bullshit. There's no, there's there's no, no factual fact. basis yeah, for the. See, what they're talking about now is that earlier in the committee hearing, Perjury Trader Green said, um, said that Eric Swalwell is having, was having sex with a Chinese spy and everybody knows it. And that is just complete bullshit. So it doesn't matter how many times we explain it to her or the, or the FBI says that Eric Swalwell did nothing wrong. Now, Republicans lo love that statement, you know. Uh, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. They all wear T-shirts saying, you know, put, put insert name here, did nothing wrong. Um, but that's what the FBI said. There was a spy that was trying to get close to members of Congress and got, got uh, into Eric Swalwell's inner circle. And the FBI informed Eric Swalwell that this person was um, probably a spy, and he immediately cut off all contact with her. But that's not good enough for the Republicans. And they said that he, and he cooperated fully, too. So this is what happens. Meanwhile, you have Republicans. You remember Maria Butina, who are taking money from her, going on trips with her. She's with, in pictures with the, all of them. She's having sex with them. And, you know, there's nothing, you know, nothing, nothing is said about that, of course, because they're goddamn hypocrites. But the fact is, this is, it's, this is another one of the, the 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 lies that spreads in right wing media that every time we just simply waste our breath talking about so they're that's what they're talking or, or trying to correct them because they're not sincere they're not actually looking for answers and they they don't want to be informed that they're a bunch of fascists who have there, you know, they don't. Well, they won't let go of a lie because it's working for them. So they'll bring it up and they'll keep hammering it home to uh, into the empty heads of idiots who stand on their uh, on their porch and shoot at people in cars. You know, like the Fox News uh, radicalized population that we now have to deal with, but. You know, it's uh, it will never they will never change. And it's only going to get worse because we have people like Perjury Trader Green um, in the halls of power, literally uh, spreading the lies, continuing to spread spread the lies. So that's what they're discussing, that because Perjury Trader Green was said to Eric Swalwell because he called her out for being whatever, you know, being herself and made mention of something that Trump, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, well, whatever this is, they were going back and forth. And then she goes to, everybody knows you had sex with a Chinese spy. Can you believe this is a, this is the Homeland Security Committee. Everyone knows you had sex with a Chinese spy. This is what they are. They are nothing but trolls.
And now they're get getting paid. She's getting paid to be a troll. But anyway, that's what they're discussing. We're not here to, to debate take the this, words down. Okay. And the ruling was made by the chair that these previous words were not against the rules of clause one and clause four of rule 17. But to tell someone that they are a liar is it, it's pretty clear in the rules. So I don't understand why, you know, obviously calling somebody a liar is clearly um, out of de decorum or against the decorum of this uh, fake ass decorum that they have to follow. But um, screaming at somebody that everybody knows you had sex with a Chinese spy and that is a fallacy. I don't see how that's not also against decorum. It's it's entering a filthy fascist lie into the public record. But eh, what else? Is what else is new? Um, so anyway, so perjury trade agreement. After the fact, well, she's because she is the effective speaker of the house. She's incredibly uh, well, and and she's an overgrown, emotionally stunted child. She was upset. She said she was surprised and angered that they that she was um, removed or or silenced in the committee. And, and God help us! I wish she could be silenced legally and peacefully, permanently. You know, she's a baboon. This is a, a disgrace who jumps up on chairs and screams liar at the president of the United States. This is what we have to deal with, with these disgusting monsters, really. Lies, cruelty, filth, rolling back the anything decent... If it's decent, they don't want it. If it's disgusting and cruel, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, what gets them out of bed in the morning. So from the Daily Mail, it says, the defiant Marjorie, Ch excuse me, perjury trader Green defends outbursts, saying Eric Swalwell had sex with a Chinese spy and insists that Kevin McCarthy has my back. And she slams Republicans for trying to silence her and doubles down that Ale um, that Mayorkas is a liar. Unreal. Oh, what, what, what purpose does she serve? What purpose does it serve to have an unhinged fascist on the Homeland Committee, on the Homeland Security Committee, screaming, you liar, at people? That's all she's got. That's all she's got. It's to stand up. It's to make a fool out of herself and scream liar at people. This is what we're paying her for? We got business. We got actual shit that has to get done. Unreal. So let's see. So she said that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has my back and she and told um, her... He already told her that she would never be removed from her committee assignments, despite anger from her GOP colleagues about her recent behavior. Well, I'm sure they can't deal with her either. Who can tolerate her? You got to go to work. This is a place of work. You know, they go to work. You would 
hope that behind closed doors, like they say, when the camera's not on, that she'd shut her filthy lie hole and act like an adult, but she's never had to, so she never will. So she's unfit, you know? Really, Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation, and perjury trader green is a case in point she is exhibit i don't know the exhibits are piling up we've run out of uh, numbers and letters but this is exhibit infinity really so uh, let's see she spoke to she spoke with mccarthy in the aftermath and and this is what she reported he supported everything i said so he supported you screaming liar at a member of the cabinet? What, what, what the fuck is wrong with Republicans? And honestly, what's wrong with the people who vote for them? How much longer? And I, I say it all the time, you know, how much longer are we going to take it? But we have to get to the point and i hope i know i'm there i don't know about you but i'm just encouraging everybody else to get to the point where if your if your mother votes republican your uncle your sister your your milkman your your uh your coffee person i don't know your barista they vote republican shame on them shame on them we gotta i i take it personal at this point I've been taking it personal for for years. I mean, because Republicans have always been disgusting, and being and simply being gay. You know, we've always been a target for right wingers. So, I've always taken it personal when if members of my family would vote Republican, I, because it's like you know, we it is personal. It is. And especially now, because of the way the right-wingers are targeting the LGBT, especially T, the trans community, is, is absolutely disgusting. And that's, I don't even know, that's a, a, a very uh, timid adjective for it. It's filthy, it's fascist, and it shouldn't be tolerated. They're filth. They need to be stopped. And so, not to harp on perjury trade agree, I'm not going to. So, to, just to prove a point, um, remember, just the point being they are filth and need to be stopped. Um, remember a couple of days ago when we had a show and there was a, we played a clip of this state representative, Missouri representative Mike Moon, saying that uh, 12-year-olds getting married. He, he thought he had owned the libs, frankly, because he, uh, he was going back at, I guess, one of his Democratic, um, I guess what he would say, Democrat colleagues, and he, then the Democratic colleague said, uh, aren't you the person that voted against uh, a, a bill banning child marriage? And Mike Moon said that he was, uh, he, I, he was all for, he basically said that he, where the fuck is it? Here we go. Let me play it. Let's, 
Let's play it. Let him speak for himself. I heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double-checked. You voted no on making it illegal for it's kids shocking. to be married to adults at the age shocking. of 12 if their 12. parents consented to it. You said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' right and the kids' right to decide what's best for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? Do you know any kids who have been With married marriage. at age 12? That was any, the law. You, know you voted kids, not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. Snap. Ooh, snap. You really showed that, Lib. You know any kids who've been married at age 12? Age 12. I do. And guess what? They're still married. Boom. Drop the mic, Mike Moon. Well, apparently because the majority of humans aren't vile, disgusting freaks that should be in history's trash pile. But, uh, you know, normal people who understand that child marriage is a disgusting thing and that it shouldn't be defended. Um, uh, and, you know, these are the same people that don't want trans kids to get the help they need, right? They want to ensure that trans kids are, uh, are miserable and want to kill themselves. They want to stick their big, filthy, right-wing, fascist, republican noses into a family's business. Well, they have no business being anywhere, uh, you know, in in this family's business but you know they they want to be all under the guise of protecting children protecting children from having uh i don't know some compassion or uh understanding love humanity decency support that's what they're protecting children from when they, they're attacking trans kids, of course, but they're not going to protect a child from a, from a child's marriage. 12-year-old. Well, apparently, when I guess it got back to Mike Moon, an upstanding Christian Republican, of course, and he thought he would explain himself, so he elaborated on what he meant. He and he went to you know here he went to took to uh, wherever and he he made a video. For this legislative session, my number one priority has been to protect children from the radical gender confusion plaguing our nation. Eat shit. The left wants to attack and disable our youth by sterilizing children with puberty blockers cross-sex hormones and genital they? gender reassignment surgery. Genital gender. Democrats are desperately trying. You see, I mean, these people, the PP police, the PP patrol, that's what they, they all they want to do is think about people's peepees, what the peepees are doing. They don't seem to, I, I mean, it's very, I guess for somebody who's not trans, when you're, you're, you're saying, oh, uh, gender, uh, genital mutilation, gender reassignment, whatever the fuck they're saying. It's, of course, how would you, nobody would w wants that. If you're not trans, though, it's, you're, you do, you're, 
what you're doing is preventing life-saving care. Because Republicans, they live in the center of the universe. If they don't know it personally or know somebody or have some kind of uh, connection to it, then it's got to be stopped, I suppose. Either that or, you know, they're in the closet somehow. If you're not, if you haven't accepted Jesus, this is what they think. Oh, it's, it's that liberals have this radical idea that we should support kids, you know, who are, who are trans. I mean, we're, we're not the PP police. We don't, this has been going on. There have been trans people from, since time in memorial, since we crawled out of the ooze. So we know enough, and now that some uh, there's been some uh, you know uh, research and studies, and there's there's uh, we're able to do medical intervention to save lives, to uh, to afford a child a, a life that they want to live, that they can live in their authentic self. Their authentic truth. There's nothing wrong with that. That's actually brave and beautiful. And it's our duty, if we are humans, to, to help and have compassion. Nobody's going in and saying, you, you a, a little boy, you gotta be a girl. Or vice versa. But it's waste, we're wasting our breath explaining it to these monsters, okay? Because this is a monster, a radical, liberal gender. Who's thinking about gender more than these freaks? But they're doing it because they know how it triggers the... They forget triggering the libs. They're not triggering us. They're, the, all they do is expose themselves for what they are, the filthy fascists that they are, targeting a minority group. They're triggering each other. So let, let's just let him continue. To discredit my name and reputation to keep this important legislation from passing in Missouri. Incredible. The latest attack came from an edited viral video of a remark I made in a House committee hearing. I understand this. This clip may lead to mis some misunderstanding. So, so it's, oh, is that it? It was edited. Was it was edited. So it was taken out of context where he was like, do you know any 12-year-olds that are married? Well, I do, and they're still married. Boom, boom. Drop the mic. But, okay. It was taken out of context. Let him explain. Background context. In this video... An opponent to the bill stated that I voted against legislation that would prohibit a 12-year-old from marrying an adult. He went on to say that I supported adult child rape. This statement is misleading at best. Excuse let me, me set the record straight. Let me, let I, me first of all, explain to this dullard that a 12-year-old ma uh, being married, that's rape. That's child rape. So that's what the Democratic lawmaker was talking about. He's, he just can't, he still can't wrap his tiny mind around it. You understand? Because he's like, wait, wait, wait. I'm not talking about rape. I'm talking about marriage. 
it's so much different because how can you rape your wife, right? When you're married, there's no rape. And if the if the girl is a twelve year old, it's okay because her parents gave her permission. Not support adults marrying minors. In fact, if there's an instance in which an adult has recently married a minor in this state of Missouri, I'll make it a priority to remove and prohibit adults from marrying minors. The vote mentioned was referring to House Bill 1630. This bill intended to raise the age at which minors could legally marry from age 15 to 17. As I contemplated the bill, I was reminded of a couple I'd met years before. When this couple was in their teens, actually preteens, they took actions that resulted in the girl becoming pregnant. Pre-teen, 12. They took actions that resulted in the girl becoming pregnant. They took actions. Well, what kind of actions? This is the kind of actions that go on a lot in these red states. Because there's no, there's no sex education. They're, they're too busy worrying about a trans peepee. Or there's, and what it's about is shame. Really, that's what it comes down to. You have to be as shamed and repressed as they are. So don't discuss sex or, or you know, you just end up having a lot of unwanted pregnancies. You have incest, rape, all, this, all the kinds of things that go on in these effing red states. And shame, shame, shame. Just a heaping shame. You don't... Uh, they took actions... You don't have any, you don't uh, have sex education where you teach young people that are going to have sex regardless if they take the, what, is, what was that? They took the, uh, the purity pledge, the abstinence only, you know, these abstinence only Republican bills, as we know, because we do. We get the numbers that uh, the abstinence-only states had a higher incidence of teen pregnancies, and so do the the, these. um, You know, they take these purity pledges in these right-wing states, where they they vow to never, um, you know, have sex, and of course, they have sex. This is what happens. So he's like, they took actions that got the girl pregnant. What actions? Who's they? So you're talking about, he, he's talking about pre-teens. How old was the male in this situation? They were both 12, you're telling me? Or younger? 12, 11, how old? I mean, you know what a 12-year-old looks like. This is a child. They're not even grown. They're not even tall, as tall as they're going to be. They took actions in which the girl got pregnant. He can't even say because it's disgusting the way that he is defending it. That poor young person. The youngsters' parents decided to allow the children to marry. They weren't the forced. youngsters. I can't. I can't take it. I just can't. 
Listen. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. It went back. This bill intended to raise the age at which minors could legally marry from age 15 to 17. As I contemplated the bill, I was reminded of a couple I'd met years before. When this couple was in their teens, actually preteens, they took actions that resulted in the girl becoming pregnant. The youngster's parents decided to allow the children to marry. They weren't forced. Children! However, because they they were not mature... They weren't forced! You're talking about a child! I can't. I just can't get over it. That's why I'm like, what? Am I? Is this real life? Somebody pinch me. This is an actual lawmaker, a grown-ass lawmaker in the halls of power. And he's talking about a child, a youngster, getting married because they took actions uh, in preteen that got the, that, that the girl got pregnant. Because when you're 12, you know, your brain isn't even fully developed. You're, you're not able to f- sign a contract. You're not able to drive a car. You're not able to do a lot of things in this society. Because, first of all, your prefrontal cortex is not fully matured yet. So you don't have the same kind of reasoning that you would expect of a grown-ass person because their brain is fully developed. Unbelievable. Though. Well, I have to wonder, though, about right-wingers. We know that their amygdalas are pretty damn large. But what? And the fact that he sat down and did this video, and he's clearly reading off something. So they they prepared a, this statement, and he thinks this is a good idea. He really thinks he's wooing us and win, he's winning us over with his argument about child marriage. Could not provide for themselves. They grew up with their families in different states. After a number of years, when the children became adults and were able to care for themselves, Incredible. they began to live together. The couple is still married today. So with are you this talking, in mind, who the and fuck are you talking about? Who are these people? Is this out of uh, you know uh, Warren Jeffs' cult? That's what it sounds like. They're still married today. Whoopie doopy. I mean, this is this is not surprising because you realize how low the Republicans are going now. They venerate child rape now. That's for sure. They they make they they are literally making a hero out of David Koresh now. He's he's up there on their list of martyrs and heroes. You know, child rapist David Koresh. They love that dude. So this is not a surprise. This this that this cult is all about child marriage. Well, they want child labor child marriage i mean what's everything that sucks in history that's what they want they want indentured servitude debtors prisons they want i mean they're bringing it all back women in their place of course right religion and and the state intertwined gays in the closet trans don't exist or don't dare, don't dare exist, or, right? That's what they want. Complete and utter filth. 
uh, of uh, of a, living in like Dodge City, where you can't knock on somebody's door. Because you, I mean, they really do hate this country. You understand? I've been saying it for years. They hate the constitutionally limited democratic republic, the nation of laws, the nation of immigrants. The they hate e pluribus unum. They hate the diversity. They hate democracy. They hate voting. They hate modernity. They hate intellectualism. They hate education. They hate, uh, you know, the all of the fruits of having a modern society that works for more than just the top. They hate everything that is the mark of living in a modern society. Like they they constantly they they pick this out all the time. And I wish the Democrats would listen to me and argue like this. They talk about gender studies classes all the time they they hate gender studies classes that's the worst oh well what do you expect i'm not going to pay for you you know with the with joe biden's uh student loan forgiveness i won't pay for your gender studies class i always use that because it also it it evokes the pp hold on I'll, i'll finish this thought on the other side but they attack gender studies classes because it's they, it evokes the peepee. You know, it has it all. It has it all for them. Uh, and so they want to talk about the peepee. But it also, um, uh, see, in my, in my opinion, uh, it's not just my opinion, it's the truth, that having gender studies classes is, are, or uh, the gender studies or any kind of studies, you know, African-American studies or, you know, whatever studies is the mark of a, of a civilized nation. It's a mark of a successful nation that we have taken care of our basic needs to the point where we can sit down. We're not out there in the fields every day from sunup to sundown that uh, we have the time where we can sit down now and we can contemplate what it means to be alive and that's that's a mark of success so you take away uh gender studies classes what you're doing is rolling us back to the very place that republicans want us in history well they want us to they they want us to wallow in history's trash bin because they're in there doing the backstroke so uh, let's let him finish up his thoughts. Allowances for these extreme exceptions were not included in the language. I voted against the bill. I make mistakes and I'll likely make many more. So if my words have offended you, I apologize. I pray you'll take to heart the word of the Lord. Can you, find, you hear that? How he finishes that up? If my words offended you. So if you don't like uh, me rallying for... Um, child, child marriage. Um, uh, I apologize, but he wraps it up. I hope you take the heart, the word of the Lord. The, you see, these Republicans are unfit. They are Christian fascists. They are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. 
they're unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. I hope you take to heart the word of the Lord. What, what word of the Lord are you talking about? Well, I know that ancient book of fables is really messed up. So is that what you're talking about? Because I know that Noah, didn't Noah have sex with his, his daughters? Uh, there's all kinds of rape and incest, all kinds of sick shit going on in that book of fables of yours. But we're we're not living in your in your in your sky spook fantasy land, Republicans. We don't want to live there. Nobody. We don't want to live there. You could live there. You're allowed, but don't drag us into it with you. Jesus Christ. And thank you, Matt M., for your super chat. May the computer gods be ever in your favor tonight. Thank you so much. I hope so. So far, so good. Unreal, though, these people. Un-effing real. But that's who they are. They really are unfit. And, uh, I mean... It's unreal. Well, yeah, it's not just it's not just this guy. I mean, everywhere we look, the Republicans are rolling back anything that's decent. They hate the 20th century. They this whole thing with um, this this Texas judge, this nut job who is a religious fanatic. That's who he is. Um, the one who uh, canceled a drug that's been on the market for 25 years that people have been using success successfully for 25 years. They, uh, he's, you know, uh, he's talking about the Comstock act bringing back and, and, and he's not alone though. Republicans in other States they're t they are, um, I, I just can't believe that I hear this shit come out of their mouths. They're like, I think uh, we should, follow the 18 whatever whatever law that we had on the books they go i mean they're t not 19 they're talking about the a law that was on the books before women could vote when uh those with darker pigment were enslaved so that's the world republicans are dragging us back to they're not kidding around. I've been saying it for years. They're the ghosts of times we left in the history's trash bin. They hate America, and they're dragging us back because they can't handle democracy. They hate democracy. You know why? Because ultimately, well, they know that they are anti-American, anti-democratic, small-d democratic, and that... You know, they hate it. They hate democracy. They hate diversity. So why would they like democracy? They hate living in a country that is, uh, that is made up of 320 million diverse people. They hate that. They hate that we are, you know, a, a, a melting pot. They, they truly hate everything about this country. So they want to drag us back, and they especially hate democracy, and they don't even have enough, um, 
wherewithal or whatever. This is it's that they hate democracy so much that they don't even realize how they sound. You know, they're it's it's the same thing I say that they're so fascist they can't help it. It comes out, and they think they're simply. Uh, have like for example this Clara well not a Clara Cleta Cleta is that how you pronounce her name Cleta Mitchell she it was I mean she's been taped but it's uh, something she gave a presentation at this Republican event where she spoke openly about v- suppressing the vote of young people that that's the Republican strategy it's that they don't want young people to vote. So they're going to stop universities from uh, having, this is what they want to do, stop universities from holding election events. And And she puts this right out there and it's being recorded. Let's listen to her in her own words. We can fix a few things in North Carolina because I think we we have uh, we now have a legislature controlled by the Republicans. Um, if we can, pres- we can fix a few things now that we have a legislator le- legislature controlled by Republicans. Yeah, fix it. Uh, what you want to fix? Wait, the new Republican member to vote with us. Um, but these are statutory changes that we could get done in North Carolina to protect against any of this private money. Because I promise you, Stacey Abrams has been in North Carolina, and we need to make sure that that money is not flowing into Mecklenburg, Durham, and Wake counties. So we need to we need to be looking at what are these college campus locations in Poland? What is this young people? Uh, effort that they do. They, they basically put the polling place next to the student dorm so they just have to roll out of bed and go back to bed. Uh- so what's wrong with that? You see? Oh, it's a, what an offense. They make it easy for people to vote. They just put it, they put the pl- polling place next to the dorm and you just gotta roll out of bed and vote. So... You know, anyone who's not an an America-hating fascist doesn't see a problem with that. This is how sick Republicans are, that they don't realize how they sound. They think this is normal. And this is her at, um, of course, she's a Trump coup attorney at a retreat, an RNC donor retreat. So this, this is like in the grand tradition of uh, that guy, Paul Weyrich, who the, was the founder of the Heritage Foundation and all these other scummy right-wing uh, think tanks, so-called, that helped destroy this country. But when Paul Weyrich famously said that Republicans you know, don't want everybody to vote, and that famous quote that Tom Hartman always plays, you know, how many of you have the goo-goo syndrome? Good government. You want people to vote. I don't want people to vote. This is what he said openly. The, the, our leverage in the election goes down as the voting populace goes up. That's the quiet part out loud that 
the more people vote, the less they vote Republican. And they can't win without suppressing the vote. So here, so here, Cleta Mitchell is talking to a bunch of donors, uh, you know, a bunch of our, uh, our, our masters, saying that she doesn't want young people to vote. Well, it's not, don't make it easy on them. They just roll out of bed. Of course, the whole image is that they're, you know, sleeping it off. They're lazy, whatever it is. They're not fit, according to Cleta's worldview. You know, she hates education. She hates when young people get educated because the more the young people get educated, the less they are apt to fall for Cleta Mitchell's bullshit, for her fascist bullshit. Oh, we've, they put the polling place next to the student dorm so they just roll out of bed and vote and then go back to bed. Because that's all you do in college, right? You just go to bed. You just sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And then four years later, you get a degree, right? Cleta, Cleta, whatever the hell your name is. Disparaging young people, disparaging education. Oh, who needs education? You don't need education because the more you're, the less education you get, the more apt you are to be a dumbass. You could sit around watching Fox News and blaming all your economic insecurities on somebody who's got darker pigment. And God help them if they ring your doorbell, right? Because this is, you live in the land of the free, the home of the brave. You live in the land of the free where they want to make it hard for you to vote. That... They put the voting place. I mean, this is what Republicans do in in Democratic districts. If they can, if they have the power to do it, they put the polling place well beyond uh, means of even getting there through public transportation. This is what they've done in different counties. I remember. I don't remember exactly where it was now. It's but remember, I think it was um, where young people. Um, it was a college town, and they put the polling place far, far away from the last stop on the bus line. So not only did you have you, there was no parking. That was the other thing. So you couldn't drive there, and if you took public transportation, so there was only a bus that went there, and then the bus let you off miles from the polling place. So you had to get off, get out of the bus and then go walk, uh, you know, a mile to the polling place and then walk back, of course. But this is what they do on purpose because why? They hate this country. If they had anything to, to market on, on the field of ideas, you think they would behave like this? If they knew that they were actually, I mean, in their hearts, if they, if they believed that they were patriots who loved America and really they wanted to see an economically vibrant and upwardly mobile working class majority uh, that would be the envy of the world and they wanted to show the world that democracy works and here we have a peaceful transfer of power, but we're, you know, we're conservatives and we 
have yeah, just different ideas. We all believe in the same outcome that we should have a democracy that works for all. But we, you know, as conservatives, we have uh, different ideas of how to get there, and we're, you know, you're not moral enemies with the members of the opposing party. But you're you're all collaborating, ultimately towards the same goals. Isn't that a lovely vision? But uh, it's not it's not the world we're living in now. That's not Republicans. They're not collaborating. They're not partners in this. They're adversaries in American democracy. They hate American democracy. They hate democracy, period. That's why they envy dictators. They love dictators. They're working for them. They're literally working. They're doing the bidding of of right-wing dictators as we speak against democracy. Uh, there, are, uh, there are tweets. I mean, Perjury Trader Green, the rest of these freaks, retweeting Kremlin talking points about Ukraine. They, Putin couldn't ask for better allies in the right-wingers in this country. They love all the autocrats who destroy the well they look look at Orban. He's you know in Turkey, I mean in Hungary, they've banned gender studies classes. They're banned. That's what they want to do here. That's their dreamland. But they want to take it further, of course, and so is uh, Orban. He's going to take it as far as he can go. Illiberal democracy is what he openly calls it. So, what does that mean? It's authoritarianism. It's not a democracy. It wants the authoritarian, anti-democratic cultist, the leader, the dim leader, gets power, and the party gets power. They... They use the mechanisms of democracy of which they were elected through they through which they were elected. They use those mechanisms to ensure that nobody could ever unseat them. And this is what we're watching with these right wingers. You know, I mean, I'm tired of it, frankly. I'm sick of their shit. And I don't know. I, I keep waiting for uh, Jack Smith and uh, and forget about Merrick the Meek to have some accountability for these these clowns. This goddamn clown show. All right, let's um, let Cleta keep. Clowning. I want you to build strong. What, what kind of name is Cleta anyway? Integrity task forces in those counties. Virginia, we have a great task force uh, in every county in Virginia, and we have a great statewide coalition. They, the governor just signed a bill yesterday that get, does away with signatures on absentee ballot applications and ballots, and now it has to be the last four digits of the Social Security number and a birth year. And See this? Everything to throw up obstacles. And then if any of those things are somewhat 
um, you know, off in some way or don't look quite. It's like more hoops to jump through, but more ways for Republicans to justify throwing you off the voting rolls. These these scumbags. God help them, really. That's why I always wonder. I've been voting for my entire life. And every time I go to the polling place, I, I think, what if I, I'm not on the rolls again? I, even though I vote every election and not just the pres- presidential ones. And I just, you know, I would lose my fucking shit. But this is what they do. They kick people off the rolls. So you show up and you find out you're not there anymore because you've been purged. We need to make sure that there's transparency and people are watching and verifying. That makes Virginia back in play, frankly, uh, to be able to have some authentication. And again, having first day in-person voting campaigns. Uh, Wisconsin is a big problem because of the first day, because of the polling locations on college campuses. There are 501c3s. Their goal for the Supreme Court race was to turn out 240,000 college students. And that's Supreme Court race. And we don't have that's anything horrible. like that. And we need to figure out how to do that and how to combat that. How to, com- how to combat that a lot of young people are voting. Can you believe that? How to combat that. How do we combat that? Well, maybe you have some ideas that don't ju- it just involve trying to kill trans people, trying to annihilate them, literally and figuratively. How about some ideas that don't include, or let's say, drop the whole burning of the books thing that you got going on. Maybe then you might have something to offer young people. Maybe they'll vote for you. If you're not trying to continuously... Well, these this is the generation that... They grew up with live shooter drills, so maybe they're sick of your shit. Maybe stop with the live... Well, not just... if There would be no need for live shooter drills if we didn't have so many goddamn live shooters. Oh, excuse me, I mean well-regulated militias. What part of the well-regulated militia was... the, uh, the, The old cracker that shot the young guy through the door? Oh, well, he was protecting himself. This is the thing that makes me sick. They're saying he's, you know, he was finally arrested, this this old uh, monster. And his defense, of course, is that he was in fear for his life. So much fear for their lives. Such cowards. But everybody should have a gun, though, right? If we all have guns, why, why are you so afraid? Somebody rings your bell and you start shooting. Well, this is the world Cleta wants. She wants more of that. Cleta. We don't have anything like that. And we need to figure out how to combat that. Combat. Combat young people voting. Get out the vote with young people. Unreal figure out how to do that and how to combat that. So, yes. Yeah, if we do not control the state house as the governorship, aren't we just 
fascist anti-american bitch she's saying observers because th- i mean these people are such fools republicans the way that they have shoved this bullshit down our throats about that uh, voter fraud is some big problem and it's not there is there's no way there's absolutely no way that even if somebody votes illegally that it, that there are enough of those votes to swing an election. In-person voter fraud is goddamn n- barely existing. It's non-existent, except for the the Trumpanzees in the villages who are constantly being uh, revealed as uh, perpetrators of voter fraud. But uh, that just goes to show you, though, there are there are remedies if you vote illegally there's there there are repercussions you will be you will be caught and you are caught but they want to have a bunch of thugs hanging around intimidating people voter like you got to stand there and be watched by some fucking baboon some freaking right wing trump and z cultist is going to be staring at you watching you vote because cleta you know how hard it is so so this is what she's saying there's 45 days of early voting that's that's horrible but her excuse is that because we can't get enough people to watch you know that's what fascism is all about you know watching your neighbor and what you know where where are all the perpetrators of voter fraud if they're so rampant Cleta where are they and if there's so many Trump hanging out at the polling places trying to expose of all this fraud where is it where the hell is it Everybody's got a goddamn phone now, but we don't have a single example. But they do, they show us, the, the fascists show us, um, you know, their, their footage of a mother and daughter passing each other a, a, a stick of gum, and they make it out and lie about this mother and daughter who are patriots doing their civic duty, who are actually doing something and serving their country actual patriots you know i mean they they every day is opposite day in right wing bizarro world where patriots are attacked and vilified and traitors are uh, you know taking a picture grinning like a ghoul in front of american flags 
How dare you, Cleta? How dare you? Cleta, how dare you? Look at her smiling in front of the flag while talking about kicking people off the voting rolls, stopping people from voting, preventing young people from voting, moving polling places, ending early voting, all this stuff, and making it hard for people to vote because they won't be able to win otherwise. And thank you, Pookie's mommy on the chat. When a party works harder to prevent people from voting than they do for the people, they are, they are no longer a party. They are a cult of fascist dictators. Absolutely. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Oh, that's so nice. On the eighth day, the Lord made Tarabuster. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> I appreciate that. Let's get it going. Uh, there are several things that they can do. They can get rid of same-day registration, but they can't oh, do yeah. that now because the Democrats still hold the state Senate. Oh, but the I just remind everybody that having people involved, engaged, and overseeing all of that in 2021 in Virginia made all the difference even though it was still controlled by Democrats in every office. Incredible. And I'm sure at this event, they were like, oh, thank you so much, Cleta. You are so informative. The, the banality of evil. And they all shook each other's hands, and they were like, thanks, Cleta. Here's my business card. That's great work you're doing. Stopping people from voting. Good, good work, Cleta. Here, America, America. I'm sure she's got like stars and hanging a flag, all kinds of patriotic goddamn accoutrements. But they hate America. Wait, I'm just checking the time. What time we got? <clears throat> oh my God, it's almost the end of the. We're getting towards the end of the progressive voices part of the show. But I just wanted to, before we end the progressive voices part of the show, um, there's more. Of course, it never stops. We, we will be talking about more. So if you want to hang out at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster or the Tara Buster Patreon page at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, you can listen and watch the end of the show. So... More show, more show. Um, I just, you know, it's just that Republicans are, are useless. They offer nothing. They bring nothing to the table. And here's another one. And, and what we're talking about tonight is how they're rolling back the 20th century and beyond. So um, what, which one do I want to do? There's so many. Oh, here's one. A Republican Senate candidate suggests reparations for white people. Here's here we go. Then a new think of what were the people that came before us, and we stand on the shoulders of giants, don't we? We stand on the shoulders of people like John Adams and James Madison and Alexander Hamilton and George Washington. That this group of people took on the largest empire in history. Well, I'm sorry, that's the end of the progressive voices part of the show. And what the guy says is that, what about uh, 
all the white people that died to free the black people. Except for the white people that enslaved them. Okay, we won't think about it. He was saying they deserve reparations. All right, well, watch the end of the show. Thank you so much. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And we stick together. We win. I'll see you soon. All right. I didn't time that correctly, so I didn't. I should have played a different clip. But here, let's continue with this guy. Said no. We will not stand for this. And what? That's it. Can you believe this guy's history lesson? We stand on the shoulders of giants. Now, he hates this country. Don't forget. Now he's blowing smoke up the Republican ass as if, 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 as if, um, you know, they would be on the sides of the, of the colonists, of the colonists who rebelled. If this were the, uh, the time of the revolution, they would be, you think, what would the conservatives be? Come on. They would be the loyalists. They would not be the uh, revolutionaries. There's no doubt. There is no way. They are conservatives. The conservatives of the Founders' Day were the loyalists. They, they weren't going to rebel against the king and an intergenerational aristocracy and system of government that had kept Western civilization, uh, you know, the people, the majority of the of humans who lived in Western countries in their place for thousands of years. You think the, that's a conservative thing to overthrow a government that that uh, entrenched that was entrenched with the church and the state intertwined. That, that there's nothing more progressive than overthrowing a, a king and an aristocracy and creating a government of, by, and for the people. My God, the delusion in the right wing is, well, I guess it's par for the course, of course. But he says, we're, on, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. They took on the biggest empire in the world, and they won. No thanks to conservatives. Later, white people died to free black people. Can you believe this guy? White people died to free black people. Wait, hold on. No. We will not stand for this. And won. Yes, they won. No thanks to conservatives. Okay. That same group of people later, white people died to free black people. It's never happened in human history before. It happened here in America. White people. Wait, well, well. He said the same people later. It wasn't the same people. It was their their grandchildren and uh, beyond. Um, they they died to free black white people. He had to make a point of saying it was the white people died, died to free that black same people. Group of people later, 
white people died to free black people. It's never happened in human history before. It happened here in America. It never happened. It never happened in the history before. It happened here in America. It because other countries abolished slavery through legislation. They didn't have to have a bloody civil war like we did because the conservatives here um, wouldn't let go of their human property. So, okay. They make it sound like America is a racist, broken country. Any other country that did that. Name another country that did that. They make it sound like America's a racist, broken country because white people stood up and and freed black people. But never mention or never mind the fact that it were white people were enslaving people with darker pigment. Uh, the 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 delusion. I can't take these people. I just can't take them because they shouldn't, they should, honestly, this, this um, video, this guy should be really in the bowels of the internet. He shouldn't be a candidate for public office and a Trump endorsed candidate. That's Trump approved Republican Ohio Senate candidate Bernie Marino. Now it gets worse. Freed slaves died to do that. You know, they talk about reparations. What are the reparations for the people from the north who died to save the lives of black people? That's right. And, you, and what's worse is the audience. That's right. What about the reparations for the white people who died to save the lives of the black people? This is what he says. And then somebody yells out, that's right. No, it's not politically correct to say that. But you know what? we got to stop being politically correct. We, we have to stop being politically correct, of course. And what does that mean to Republicans? It just means they can be as racist as they are, and no one will have a reaction to it. That's it. That's what they want. They don't want us now to be like, this is appalling. Because that's the thing is, they don't understand how appalling they actually are. The fact that he's standing there and giving this speech and telling these people that the, these words are coming out of his mouth, saying white people need reparations. What about white people? White people died to freed the slaves? They're they're applauding him for saying that white people need reparations. And I know it's not politically correct to say that, but you know what? We got to stop being politically correct. We got to call it like it is. Call it like it is. White people died to free black people. That's never happened in human history before, but it happened here in America. That's not talked about in schools very much, is it? Well, it must be all that critical race theory shit that's been banned. Can you believe this? White people died. See, the the twisted logic, if it, it could even be called logic, is what is vile and disgusting. But this is what they believe. 
they think that white people are most put upon. They're the most uh, discriminated group in the world are white people. And, well, what about re- reparations for white people who, who uh, fought to free the slaves? Well, what about the fact that it was the white people that were enslaving people? What about that? They, and what about uh, this is the only time that ever happened? It wasn't like the people just was like, oh, gee, this is unjust. Of course, that there were abolitionists, but that wasn't the reason for the Civil War. It's not, we fought because the, the southern states seceded, yes, because of slavery. They wanted to keep their human property. And I don't know at this point. You know, Lincoln didn't want to let the Union go, but I understand, you know, at this point, I'm like, I wish they would secede now, really. You know how I feel. Even though I know there are nice, normal people everywhere. But why don't they secede in in one, just take one state and then all, and then build a wall. Put them all in one state let the, and then they can have their authoritarian fascism. Then they can have it. They can have no taxes on the rich, no social services, no education, no government schools, no infrastructure, no social safety net, no not nothing, no uh, Medicare for anyone except the rich, no no schools, no no gays, no uh, church and state intertwined. You could have that. You could have Trump and all of his ill-gotten spawns. You could have them as your lords and masters. And if you fall on hard times, you can go beg them for a trickle. You can go beg your lord. No regulation. You know, you know, Trump is going to, or he wants to, what is he calling? Freedom towns or freedom? Let me see. I, I hope. Please, just go. Let's see. Trump, freedom. And the, the way that they have taken these words and have made them into caricatures is as disgraceful as everything that else they do. Trump Freedom... Is it Freedom Cities? Yes. A Freedom City. He wants to... What is this? Vertical takeoff. The former president also wants to spark a wave of vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Now he thinks he's um, Elon Musk, who is not a genius, by the way. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of people calling Elon Musk a genius. He's not a genius. He's a good marketer. We did a whole thing on him, the fraud that he is, how he puts his name on patents. And the, and the reason he can't, you know, patents that other people is like, uh, like Elizabeth Holmes. She did the same thing. All of the patents she put her name on, but she had no, no involvement. And same thing that this is what Elon Musk does. That's why he can't call himself the founder. Uh, he can only call himself co-founder of Tesla because he didn't found it. 
He's not the founder. He bought into it after it was already a thing that others had created. And then he does what he does. He uses his money and his marketing to take over the board and do all of his dirty tricks and whatnot and write the uh, the others who actually are the inventors and the geniuses to write them into obscurity. That's what he does. So, um, you know, because they're talking about Twitter a lot because Musk is destroying Twitter and has destroyed it. He's turned it into a cesspool. But all day on corporate media, kept, somebody was, you know, would bring it up and then they would say, well, putting aside his, uh, his, his, what did they, I mean, what's his name? Not Willie Geist, one of these other corporate media people said, well, his other genius inventions. He's not a genius inventor. You see how this shit, it's like a self uh, perpetual motion machine of bullshit. It's a mar- it's marketing. He's a marketer. It's not, he's, he's got money, but he's not a genius. He uses his money to market himself as a genius. And then, then he hires people who are actual, like in SpaceX. He's not a fucking inventor. He's not an astrophysicist. In fact, you know, he knew some code. And I remember reading another article about him saying that he he knew just enough code to uh to, to to make a mess that he when he wrote code he would just write long long strings of code instead of making code as coders do in blocks so they can be moved around he would just he make this they call it like cat vomit or something it's just a long string of code that no one could ever do anything with because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just, whatever, who cares? Oh, God, help us. Save us from these billionaires. This time is got to stop. We got to stop this. Tax the rich, damn it. And the other thing, do you notice, if you're on Twitter, he's he's removed, there was a hashtag that was always up there, um, hashtag no billionaires. That's gone now. There you go. Because this is who he is. You think somebody who is a genius behaves like that? Could you ever see someone who's an actual genius like Einstein behaving like that? Because if you're a genius, you don't have time to worry about owning the libs on Twitter. That's not something that you expend your energy on. It's incredible, but eh, whatever. You, if you're a genius, you're not you, you, you're not an overgrown adolescent who is. He's not a genius. He's just a freaking transphobe. Uh, and uh, he's a homophobic, transphobic bigot. And he got some money, and he knows how to market. He's a bully. He's uh, a, a man-child. He's a danger to democracy. 
He's a fascist, an authoritarian. And when the history of this time is written, he's not going to be um, in the list of heroes. That's the truth. You could take that to the bank. So anyway, Trump says he, he, want, he, he, he shared a, a plan. He calls for holding a contest to design and create up to 10 new freedom cities. Oh, freedom. Freedom cities. Can you feel the freedom? Built, I mean, well, what's the freedom cities about? You mean there'll be universal health care? Higher education? Universal higher education? Universal or living wages? Retirement security? Is that what he's talking about? Is that the free? I'm all for those kinds of freedom cities where you can go to the doctor when you're sick, where you live a decent middle-class life. That's freedom. Freedom to go and take a gender studies class. Freedom to be your authentic self. Is that your freedom city? Is that going to go on in the freedom city? Because that's freedom. Freedom from corporate greed. You know, freedom. When you, the infrastructure of democracy is intact and solid. That you don't have a bunch of fascists constantly trying to pull the rug out. And then when you vote in your freedom city, you could do things like roll out of bed and go vote and then go back to bed if you so choose because you're freedom. You got freedom. They sure have a funny way of thinking about freedom. In fact, their freedom doesn't seem like freedom at all. Their freedom is more like Fascism, their freedom is more like freedom for me, not for thee, right? That's their freedom. That's what they're talking about. Freedom for them, for right-wingers, is the, the ones at the top. The, it is freedom to treat the American people or the people in general as nothing but hosts from which to suck profit and discard. That's freedom. And then the the dumbasses who are begging for a trickle, you know, the ones out there um, who are afraid, looking out their front window in case uh, a black teenager rings their doorbell. Uh, they, you know, they're they got to be armed to the teeth. Then those dumbasses, the it's the freedom to call somebody the N word. Or, uh, you know, uh, be anti-gay, anti-trans, to be as ugly and, you know, call somebody a fat pig or whatever it is, like your heroes do and like Trump does. And then you get, then there are no repercussions for that. You're, you could just be as filthy and disgusting, as infantile as you are. And you don't have any, anybody saying otherwise. You know, you're, you're free from somebody, from criticism, from liberals as, or just expecting you to, to be an adult, to act like an adult and not be a dickbag, you know? So that's freedom for Republicans, for 
the rest of us, for for those who aren't fascists, for for patriots who love America, love democracy, freedom looks like uh, is actual freedom. You know, why did the founders fight a revolution for all their yeah hypocrisies? We know, but okay, fine. That doesn't mean we we haven't evolved. You know, all men are created equal. When they wrote all men are created equal, they meant all men, not women. And men, to them, were white men. Because if you weren't white, you weren't a man. You were furniture. You were chattel. You were something that they owned in one way or another, like women. Women were nothing. They had no legal rights. They had no autonomous rights. When they emigrated from uh, the old country, the, you, the men had to declare women on their, on their inventory like they declared their, their desks and their chairs and their horses and their whatever else that they owned. So you weren't able, a woman couldn't have form legal contracts a woman couldn't, you know, you had no autonomy. You needed a man. And that that uh, was the law of the land f- f- until the late 60s. So, you know, women couldn't get credit. They couldn't sign for a credit card on their own. They had to have their husband's signature. But this is the world Republicans want to put us back to anyway. And uh, so when they say freedom cities, I just wonder what freedom are they talking about? Well, in Trump's plan shared in advance with Politico, it calls for holding a contest to design and create up to 10 new freedom cities built from the ground up on federal land. Of course it does. Republicans, you know. <clears throat> it proposes an investment in the development of vertical takeoff and landing vehicles, the creation of a hive of, of the creation of hives of industry sparked by cutting off imports from China and a population surge sparked by baby bonuses to encourage would-be parents to get on with procreation. It is all... This sounds so like what Hitler did, don't you think? With um, the, uh, you know, the all their... their, uh, their What were they... I can't remember what they was called, but having a baby for the Fuhrer. That's, they were all encouraged and they had, they had homes for women who would have baby. I mean, that was their job. They were just baby machines for the Fuhrer. And then the SS officers and all the Aryans would go and they would impregnate them. And these people are alive still, you know, the children that were, that grew up in the under, well, for as long as they could grow up, as long as the, you know, the the Reich lasted. But there, I remember seeing an interview with one of these people who lived in, uh, you know, who was a product of this, of this Hitler uh, baby thing. 
whatever it was called. I can't remember. To encourage would-be parents to get on with procreation. It, it is all his team says part of a larger nationwide beautification campaign meant to inspire forward-looking visions of America's future. Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed so absolutely impossible. They pushed across an unsettled continent and built new cities in the wild frontier. Well, he's been watching a lot of TV. I'm sure he watched... I mean, uh, what's that show that every that all these right wing uh, Yellowstone and um, eighteen whatever the hell that is? That's where he. This is where Republicans get their history. You understand? It is really true. They get history from movies and TV, regardless of whether it's real or not, whether it's historically accurate. So, you think what does he know? about the history of America. He knows what he saw on television, what people told him. He saw, I'm sure he watched that that TV show, Hell on Wheels, which was a great show. It was about the uh, Transcontinental Railroad. I love that show. It was great. I wish it was still on. They should still, they should do a sequel. <laughs> anyway, uh, they wrapped it up though. They wrapped it up. They transformed American life with the interstate highway system. Thank you, socialism. Thank you, 90% top marginal tax rate. Thank you, New Deal. See, Republic, this is the magical thinking of right-wingers. It's like the babies that they are. They're children, overgrown. Well, I mean, no offense to children. They're emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies, mostly, but... They they have magical thinking. They think that they 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 pine. Well, this is a fascist thing. They pine for the good old days. That's part of fascism of uh, hearkening back to the mythical past when everything was wonderful. Then obviously it's not that wonderful, especially if you're not in um, you know in the uh, chosen group. So. But they, they're, you know, it's always great back in the day. And, um, but this, it's magical thinking to think that, oh, we built the interstate highway. Well, why and how? When? In what kind of a system what did we have? We had a country that was 35% unionized at the time. They want all of the fantastic things that we were able to do, but they don't want any of the policies that uh, that enabled them to be done. This is, you see, they want all the benefits of civilization, just none of the responsibilities we have to each other. Especially when you had a top marginal tax rate of 90%. They don't want that. But that's that's the the tax rate, the, the tax code. Let's go back to Eisenhower's tax code, where we were able to do things like the interstate highway system. The New Deal built the middle class, the American middle class. The 35% unionized workforce built the American century. And then... We built the middle class, which were so successful, and then they paid into taxes. You know, there was a notion at the time when 
you would your um you know you would do better than your parents that's gone away that's done with we are now the least upwardly mobile we went from the most to the least and that's what that means that if you're born poor in america now you're more likely to stay poor than you than than in any other western democracy you realize that that's not that's not freedom that's not freedom and it's nothing to really uh, be proud of. We should be ashamed of that. That the fourth leading cause of death of Americans are, uh, are is, or whatever, is poverty. So that's something that is a shame. We should be ashamed of that. But where does that come from? It's because of the tax code. So Trump's talking about, we built the interstate highway system? How dare you? How dare you, Trump, when you robbed from the American people, not only, but he robbed our future, too, with that GOP tax scam, funneling more money into the arms of people that will never spend it in a million lifetimes, who have zero responsibility to each other. They don't give a shit about this country, except what they can take, take from us. They don't care that the fourth leading cause of death in this country is poverty. They're not ashamed of that. You know, Trump was handed uh, a country that was already the most, uh, that was already the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap, and he made it wider. He made the income gap wider. Oh, well, but he he gave you some trans people to kick down on, though, right? You got a lot of things to really worry about, right? Trumpanzies, you got all those peepees to worry about. Somebody's peepee. Are the peepees in the right bathroom? Are they in the clothes they should be in? Are the peepees in discussions with a doctor? Trying to, you know, get medical care that they need to live their life in goddamn peace oh oh i can't take these people i can't take them i can't handle it what time is it oh my god we only have six minutes left but in the interest of the six minutes i just want to wrap up you might have seen this video but I, i honestly it shows, it really does prove everything that we say. This is Marco Rubio, okay? And what is everything that we say? Republicans are unfit. They're not in government to help. You know, they're not there to serve. They don't do any, they're useless. Really, we might as well have Francis Jr. Jr. in government, or Tara Jr. Jr., or Ray Ray because they might they work harder that's for sure they bring more to the table at least you could pet them and they purr and that lowers your blood pressure as studies show so but what what is marco rubio so here's marco rubio who's been on the government dole for however as long as i can remember god Will we ever be free of Senator Marco Rubio? And remember when he was the he was their knight in shining armor. He was gonna 
He was the great Republican hope. Well, here he is complaining about the shit that's going on in the very state that he represents. What's happening right now in Miami and in Fort Lauderdale with gasoline is crazy. You can't find gasoline anywhere. This is incredible. Uh, this has been going on since Sunday, and they're blaming it on the floods that impacted the port. And I know that was a factor, but it's been four days. This should have been figured out by now. This is crazy. And they're blaming it on consumer panic. Yeah, people are panicked because they got to get to work. They got places to go. And you either can't find gas or you have to wait in line for like two hours down the street where you're probably going to run out of gas while you're waiting. So, yeah, people are panicked. And, of course, they're filling up, saying don't fill up. Of course, you're going to fill up because you don't want to make, you don't know, the next time you're going to have to make a two-hour line. They keep saying it's going to get better, but it's not. They got to get this thing fixed. This is crazy. They got to get these things fixed. Who's they? You're they. You're they. He sounds like a guy at a bar, you know, like you just, you got out of work and you're like, hey, let's go get some drinks or whatever. And you're, you know, hey, how you doing? What's happening right now in Miami and in Fort Lauderdale with gasoline is Yeah, crazy. isn't it? You can't it's find nuts. gasoline anywhere. I know. Uh, this has been going on since Sunday and they're blaming it on Sunday. the floods that impacted the uh, border. I know yeah, that was right. a factor, but it's been four days. This four days, right? This should be figured out by now. True. And they're blaming it on consumer panic. Yeah. Well, People there is a lot of panic. They got to yeah. get to work. They got places to go. And you either can't find gas or you have to wait in line for like two hours. Down I know. The I had to do that myself. You're probably going to run out of gas while you're waiting. So, yeah, True. people are panicked. And of course, they're filling up, saying, don't fill up. Of yeah, course, I know. You they fill tell up us because you don't want to make, you know, the next time you're going to have to make a two hour True. line. And they keep saying it's going to get better, but it's not. Who's they? They got to get this thing fixed. This is crazy. They got to get this thing fixed. I wonder who could do that. I wonder. Maybe that you should call your senator. Marco, I wonder, you know, they got to get this thing fixed, whoever they are. You're, I mean, you're the goddamn senator from the state. So who, who the hell, you know, you see what I mean? Who votes for these people? Who, what is a Marco Rubio? What is he doing? He's, first of all, they're not only first, first, last, and always, he's, he's useless. They gotta get this fixed? Well, who, who's they? You're they. You're they, you feckless, impotent freak. Trump-suckling moron. You're they. You're the one. Who are you gonna call? Well, call your senator. And there's your senator, Marco Rubio, who not too long ago, another video or no, he tweeted something that he was like, oh, I got to go to work. It was all he was complaining about how he had to get on a plane and go and vote and blah, 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 because he doesn't want to do his job. You know, these people are being paid to do nothing, to be trolls. And he's it's like everything else I say. They do not realize how they sound because this is who they are. They are useless and they are, it's in, in their genes. So when they open their mouths, they think that they're, they're just having a discussion. And then they're, this is why they're all like, oh, um, you know, they don't want no, you know, people to get on their case. That's what it's about. Like, oh, they're against PC because... Or, you know, they don't want to have any repercussions for the things that they say. And they constantly put their foot in it. They're like, oh, um, I'm going to get canceled. No, you, nobody's going to cancel you 
unless you're uh, a racist or saying something abhorrent, but this is who they are. They can't help it. He's basically confessing that he's useless and doesn't do a damn thing for his community, for the state he pretends to represent. That's all he does. Somebody should do something about this. Well, guess what? We will do something about this. Vote every Republican into history's trash pile. We will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Oh, my God. It's incredible. Right? Somebody better do so. And I would, I would be outraged. That if that's my senator, I would be call. I would call them and say, "Are you out of? Are you are you kidding us? Is this a joke? You're the senator. Somebody should do something about this. That's your job." Anyway, all right, guys, 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 what's up? I know Jim on the chat. I'm so mad at me. But he, that's what he, he reminded me of, some, like, guy at a bar just complaining. Yeah, you know, I was on the line for two hours, and of course you're going you're gonna to want to hoard the gas because you don't know when the gas is going to be there. So, yeah, and everybody's getting, then you're on the line, you're going to run out of gas. As, you know, I don't know. They said it was going to be better, not, but it's been four days. Somebody's got to do something. Well, why don't you use your power as the fucking senator to do something? All right, guys, 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 I got to go. It looks like my, or sounds like my voice is going again. Anyway, thank you for hanging out. Thank you all for your super chats. Jim and Elise and Matt and Mark and Pookie's mommy. And thank you, Haiku, for being a moderator. And thank you, Jim, for being a moderator. And thank you, Mark C., for being a moderator and for hanging out every Friday evening, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll have a show soon, very soon. Do what you can. If you can, share the show with your friends. All that. Keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. And live it. And I don't know. I'm not sure when we'll have a show. We'll have a show during the week, probably Wednesday. But in the meantime, I'll try to do whatever I can. Make some, I don't know. You know, I was thinking it's not going to be this week. I can't do it. But there, apparently there's, when Mark and I, Mark C and I were at the protest when Jim Jordan came to town, I... Uh, spoke to somebody gave me a card and they, they said that they protest Fox News outside of Fox News offices every Tuesday at noon and I was thinking of going down there I can't do it this Tuesday but maybe the next Tuesday maybe I'll go down there and check it out and do a little live stream maybe that's why you gotta like and subscribe so we will uh 
you know, when you when the show goes live, you can hang out. And we do have the greatest chat room in American history, so I'm very happy about that. All right, my friends, I got to go because it's uh, not that late and I want to go lay down and let the cat out of the let the cats out of the bedroom. And that's it. I just got to put my feet up a little bit. I'm tired. I'm tired. All right, my friends. Like I said, my name is Tara Devlin. You know it. What else? I got nothing else to say. So I will see you. Oh, and then remember next Friday. Well, the the next show, the next Friday evening show, we will have John Perkins who wrote Confessions of an Economic Hitman. He's going to be on the show discussing that. That's going to be really interesting, I think. So put it on your calendar or hit the notification bell. All right, my friends. Come on, come on. Let's uh, wake up Junior. I mean, uh, Francis. Francis. Let's see. Can you see him? Francis. <laughs> oh, He's all... He's sleeping. All right, guys. I'll see you very soon. Ah! <laughs>